Welcome to the Special Interest Podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Carly. We are the creators and hosts. As two women who received late autism diagnoses, we are passionate about educating, celebrating, and highlighting autistic identities. This life-changing diagnosis opened a whole new world to us both. Our special interests have been so important in our journey of self-discovery through our autism diagnosis. Special interests provide autistics with an element of regulation, comfort, and support. We want to provide a platform where others can share the joy of their special interests. Our podcast aims to represent diverse autistic identities through an inclusive community where autistic voices are valued, validated, and seen. We're excited for you to join us on our journey of learning and story sharing. Join us weekly as we share about our own experiences and other autistic stories. Welcome back to the pod, everyone. Welcome back, friends. How are we doing today? How's all of our pod pals? Let's take a moment to just check in with ourselves. Take a nice deep breath. How are you doing today, Carly? I'm doing well. I'm nice and cozy right now. I've got some tea. I've got some nice mood lighting on. It was rainy today, and I love the sound of the rain when it hits my camper it is just like so sensory pleasing and it makes me feel so calm and happy I have an incense burning right now so I love the smell of that it's also really calming and I'm just feeling really cozy right now I've um been working on my garden this week which has been really fun outside of having this cozy day today I've been doing that most of my days so we've been preparing um, some garden boxes that my partner built and then we got some dirt and we have so many seeds that we had saved from when we had our home back in Massachusetts during quarantine life my partner and I became so enthralled in gardening and learned so much about it and we have hundreds and thousands of seeds so it's been really exciting to have the space again to be able to plant them and it's just like one of those hobbies where you know you buy all of the materials for and then sometimes you just like uh abandon that hobby although like this is a hobby that we both really enjoy doing together and we just didn't have the space for it traveling and whatnot the past year. So I'm really excited that we at least kept our seeds because having that space now to grow our own food is such a fun process. And I love watching the seeds already begin to sprout in just a couple days. So that's been like something I've been really excited about the past week or so we started planting yeah just almost a week ago and we already have 
some little babies growing and we planted a whole bunch more and we plan to grow even more. So it's been really fun. How are you, Alex? Yeah, you got some cute little radishes. Yeah, little baby radishes coming. <laughs> you know how I love tiny foods. Tiny yeah, but if we pulled them out right now, well, they <laughs> probably wouldn't be a little radish, but I'll pull one out real early just for I you. <laughs> I used to work at a farm and like, mm. just, I love tiny things and everybody there knew like I like tiny vegetables and fruits. And so in the field, whenever they like found one that was really tiny, they'd always give it to me. Oh, <laughs> it was so cute. I remember there was like this teeny tiny little carrot. It was adorable. Oh, <laughs> oh, we got rainbow carrots. I'm really excited about those. Ooh, that sounds really fun. Yeah, lots of fun things. Oh, that's so nice. Massachusetts is finally catching up with the warm Florida weather. Yeah. Ooh, I love the summer. It's like so energizing. Yeah, it was like 75 here today. I finally wore sandals, which I hate wearing shoes. I hate wearing socks. Like, unfortunately, mm. like I have to, but I hate it. So I like just want to walk around barefoot. Like I just think socks, unless my feet are cold, then like I have to wear socks or like, like I'll wear socks to bed because if my feet are cold, I can't go to sleep. It's just like so weird. Do you well, have a certain type of sock that you prefer? Like, do you like fuzzy socks or do you like, I mean, it's, I'm guessing you obviously don't like them because you're saying that you don't like socks, but is there a certain sock that you prefer? Yes. If I am wearing socks, they have to be specific kinds of socks. I hate other kinds of socks. So I do like fuzzy socks, but I only like like the thick fuzzy socks. Mm -hmm. I will tolerate the thin fuzzy socks, but I don't like them as much. I feel like that's like a Christmas gift a lot of people give and like, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. I'm grateful for the fuzzy socks, but also <laughs> I really like hiking socks, like really good quality, like wool or like alpaca socks. I don't like cotton socks at all. Mm. Like cotton socks, just ugh. yeah, they get sweaty um really fast too. Like yeah, like anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Little sock I tangent there. I like can't wear them. I also can't wear like short socks. I have to wear long socks. Mm -hmm. Short socks really bother me, especially oh my god when they slip off your feet. Yeah, it's making me cringe. Yeah, sorry, I I won't continue. <laughs> for some people sorry trigger warning trigger warning that's the word um no I'm done talking about that but anyway yeah, I like am very picky about socks I especially hate actually I'm gonna stop <laughs> talking about unpleasant sock experiences because they probably but just like that sewn part in the front oh my god if it goes in the wrong spot I'm I'm done with <laughs> that's why I love wearing like um not Ugg boots. I have like these LL Bean like fuzzy boots and like I wear those all the time because you don't well I'm sure you probably should wear socks with them but like I don't. <laughs> like in the winter I'm just wearing like basically like Uggs without socks because I hate socks so much. Mm, I used to do that. I actually went through a phase where I didn't wear socks at all but now I'm back into wearing socks. Sock life yeah. Yeah, there was a phase where like I wasn't wearing socks with sneakers and like that. Yeah. Like now I I can't imagine doing that. 
<laughs> right. Well, it gets smelly real fast. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, you know, working towards being fully unmasked. Like, I'm just realizing all of my sensory sensitivities. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to only wear short socks. I don't know why. I think it was, like, a look kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, now, like, I cannot fathom wearing short socks. Right. Well, also, like, for the longest time, we only would wear, like, like skinny jeans were the trend. So you couldn't really wear skinny mm-hmm. jeans with, like, long socks because it would look kind of awkward. So it is kind of, I get that being, like, a it's not the right kind of look at least that is that is something that I did care about you know like you had to have those low-rise socks (laughs) so true yeah that's one thing I'm learning about myself is like my clothes and fashion is definitely like a huge part of my masking Mm. so yeah that makes sense oh yeah how am I and then we like got (laughs) Oh, and then I started talking about the weather and how it's so beautiful out. Okay, here we go. ADHD kicking in, everybody. Yep. Um, <laughs> we have fun. But yeah, it was a beautiful day here and it's given me life. I've been like just so into reading lately. And it's been really fun. I read really fast. So I can just like finish entire books in like a few hours. So that's been really fun. I've read like a lot of really good books. Um, I read Sea of Tranquility by, I think her name's Emily Mandel, Emily St. Mandel. Uh, really good book. Really enjoyed it. It's like kind of sci-fi. I would definitely recommend. I read Verity by Colleen Hoover because everybody is like really like into it right now. And so I was just like super curious. I was like really interested by the name of the book. Um, it was okay. I, How I, many stars out of five? Uh, it just, like, wasn't my type of book. Maybe, like, two and a half stars. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm, like, I feel guilty rating things. Cause just <laughs> <laughs> It's your opinion. I it's know. okay. But I'm just, like, you know, she, she wrote a whole book. Like, I never have written <laughs> books. So, like, good for her, you know? Just, like, not my type of book um but yeah it was okay it was an interesting book um definitely a trigger warning though it's very graphic very very graphic um I don't really like thriller or like I don't like graphic stuff so it's it's not a book that mm-hmm. I would read I like I really like fantasy I really like sci-fi I really like autobiographical books um and then today while I was reading outside, I started reading Unmasking Autism by Dr. Devin Price. I'm only like 10 pages in, but I have highlighted almost the whole book and (laughs) I'll come back and talk about it more once I've read it, but oh my gosh, like by these first 10 pages, I cried because I felt so seen. Like Mm. the whole book is about like, um, well, not the whole, I haven't read the whole book yet. But, <laughs> um, so far, it's just about like how Dr. Devin Price was diagnosed with autism later in life. And so they talk about, you know, how that came about and how they have been living in their mask. And so the whole book is all about, I'm assuming it's all about getting out of that mask. 
So I'm mm. really excited because it's something I'm working on. So I'll come back with a better review. I feel like it'll get more than two and a half stars. Maybe I'll give it a read too. And then we could do like a whole little back and forth conversation about our thoughts on it. And maybe we can both yeah highlight some things and take some notes and compare notes. I think that might be fun. That might be fun. Yeah, let us know what you think if you want us to do an episode about Dr. Devin Price. I've This is the second book I've read by them. The first book was also so amazing. I give it five stars. Um, laziness does not exist. So good. Laziness doesn't exist. Society. Mm. Are you ready to move on? <laughs> sure. Oh, I did want to make one comment. Like, it was interesting how you're talking about how you aren't really into, like, thrillers and stuff. And I've noticed, which is just an interesting thing. I don't necessarily know if it relates. I don't think it relates to my unmasking journey. Because when I was growing up, like, even when I was home alone, like, I always loved watching horror movies. Horror movies were always my thing. Like, if you have known me through my 20s I was always like associated with horror movies I always dressed in black and was pretty like gothic and I loved you know Salem Massachusetts and all the spooky shit was my shit but now I just cannot even get myself to watch those types of things anymore like I I only like watching feel good things. And so when it comes to books, I don't think I could really read like a thriller like that either, because I just, I don't know. I just don't not necessarily want to trigger myself, but I don't like feeling other people's pain. And when I would watch horror movies, it wasn't necessarily that I would feel their pain. It was more that I was interested in what people's, um, minds could come up with like the directors and whatnot I always thought it was super interesting but now I just like I can't do it anymore I wonder if is that something that you've experienced as you've like grown at all too like is there things that you've kind of grown out of so I have read um, and I can't really pinpoint like the research but like I've heard that you know having that like for certain people having that like um draw to horror and like horror movies and gore is like um maybe like a drama, drama express yeah, or trauma <laughs> I just want to be careful like how I'm wording it because it's not always necessarily true and again like I don't have like the research in front of me to like point to so I don't want to give false right. information but um yeah, and I've I have heard from people who have like started to connect with themselves and kind of like get away from disassociating so much that like mm. it does make it harder to watch horror. And like for me, not that I've like always been like very connected to myself, but I'm just like very, very, very sensitive. And like if I see something happening in a movie, like I I feel it. So like mm -hmm. oh my God, I remember like um one of my friends would have like parties and like every single time they were like let's watch a gore movie and I'd be like oh my god like okay FOMO <laughs> but, like also I, f I think I'm gonna die <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is the worst thing ever and so like we watched a Saw movie and like all the stuff that happened in there like I could just feel it like I was like, mm. no, like I had to leave like I had a panic attack 
So about to have a panic attack. <laughs> Sorry, got some Lizzo in there. Uh, I'm never gonna apologize for singing Lizzo. Who am I? Right? Um, Let it out. Yeah, just some simming for you. <laughs> but I, yeah, I've never been able. I've never been able to watch horror and enjoy myself. I'm also extremely, extremely jumpy. Like mm. I do. I like um I like movies like The Conjuring just because I think the paranormal is so fascinating and uh, definitely one of my special interests like ghosts like ever since I was a little kid like I've been like fascinated like I think it's mm. so cool like um just like ghosts and like you know not that I necessarily believe in like the like the ghost shows like on TV <laughs> I just think they're so cool. Like I just, and like, if like, it's not real, like I love the creativity that goes into it. Like, I just, I love it. I love it so much. And like, I just like that kind of like scary, spooky stuff. Yeah, I guess I do agree with that. Cause it's almost, um, there's like an underlying comedic aspect to it. it like with the paranormal stuff, yeah. I used to be really afraid of it because I was really, I did really believe in ghosts and whatnot now I'm a little bit like on the fence like I don't know yeah I feel I feel spirit but not necessarily ghosts in the fact in the point there I don't know thing yeah in the in like spooky ones that they show in in those movies and shows (laughs) oh and yeah like when they're trying to like summon them like are you here (laughs) I just I think that's like where it kind of becomes um a little more comedic Right. Like, I don't know. I just, I love, I love, love like the conjuring movies. I'm obsessed with that's a special interest of mine. I would say like the whole conjuring, like cinematic universe with like, um, insidious and the conjuring and like, uh, or mm. like, Oh my gosh, that stuff's so interesting to me. I love it. And, and some I- of those movies too, like insidious, there is a little bit more, of like a storyline behind it that makes it a little bit more interesting I would say it's not just straight up gore you know yeah like yeah worry behind it's so cool I didn't love like the most recent Conjuring movie this is one of my special interests so I could definitely get into an info dump right now I'm not gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah horror has always been hard for me thriller has always been hard for me but I'm not gonna get into the conjuring because we're gonna talk about our word of the week a word of the week a word of the week now I got da, 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 the word of the week <laughs> <laughs> love it that's our new theme song <laughs> i'll, I'll have, have a little bit more pizzazz next time i like how you added a drum roll into the last episode <laughs> oh, oh yeah <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Loved it. Um, That's what I wanted to bring up on the pod. I feel like it'd be funny to talk about. Do you remember when we went to Iceland and we <laughs> asked that guy, we like <laughs> met this random guy and we were just talking to him, like having a good time. Um, And he was a local and we were like, we want to see like, like, does Iceland have any like, you know, like anything like spooky, like that we could go visit. And he was like, I'll. 
And he was like, oh, you want to see something spooky? <laughs> we were just like, well, now that you say it, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, that got weird real quickly. Oh, but then we, we by accidentally stayed at a hostel one night, and we forgot to lock our door, and we had found a book that had a weird substance on I have a picture of it, of Alex holding it, it which blood. makes... Yeah, it looked like blood. So we did, in fact, have a spooky time. It was a book about demons, I believe. Something like that. I'll have to pull up the picture. <laughs> but anytime I like, well, I, I guess, yeah. Anytime I hear that word, I'm just like, think of that guy in Iceland. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, on to the word of the week. <laughs> you want to do your song again? Because I interrupted it. The word of the week. The word of the week. Da -da 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 -da, the word of the week. I'm going to keep all of that in there still, though. <laughs> oh, I, I was going to record. We like to really share our authentic moments because this is an autism podcast. And, like, if you don't go off in 20,000 directions when you're talking with your friends, then... Are you an autistic? I'm just kidding. I know you you might be, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we've, been, we've been tangenting, going on tangents like a lot even before we started the pod today. So Yeah, it takes are. us a while to get here. So <laughs> So one more time, Carly. What time is it? The word of the week. The word of the week. Da -da 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 -da, the word of the week. And the word of the week is Autistic joy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so autistic joy. Yeah. What is your experience like with autistic joy? How would you sum it up? Well, I've read this before, but it's electrifying. Like it just <laughs> like comes into my body and like fully, I'm fully absorbed into it. Like it's just like. Um, an amazing, amazing feeling. But yeah, autistic joy happens when like I'm really into a special interest or I have a really awesome sensory experience. I experienced autistic joy on Friday night. I went to this dance night. It was amazing. It's called like Electric Feels Night and it has it. During it, they play all of this indie music that I love. They have music from my favorite band, LCD Sound System, and they have, you know, MGMT and just like all like the fun indie dance music. And it was a blast. Like I was just stimming and like having so much fun and just like fully unmasked and like just experiencing mm. so much joy like when especially like when I'm experiencing music and can feel the music like in my body like that really sparks autistic joy so much mm. how about you Carly for me yeah it's very intense it is one of the best feelings that I experience it's I just want to bottle it up and have it all the time it's a feeling of bliss and kind of like what you said you just feel so immersed in the moment in the feeling it makes you feel so present and happy 
And yeah, for me, I experience it through definitely like different senses. So for me, like, yeah, music really makes me feel a sense of autistic joy when I hear certain songs that I just become so immersed in that feels so good that hit just right (laughs) uh like with headphones on I will put it up all the way if it's a song that I enjoy singing I yeah you just let yourself like freely stim to it and just showing up completely unmasked is definitely a good way to describe it. Um, are there other things that you can think of that bring that autistic joy to your life? Yes. Um, it can happen from like my favorite TV shows. Like I love Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. Such a good feel good show. And I love that show. And I just came back with a new season it's their last season but um yeah like it just feels so much like like joy like just watching that show it's just you know it just it feels like you're being given a gift like it's just like the show feels like you're being given a gift but like also just like autistic joy is such a gift um Mm. going back to tiny objects like if somebody hands me a tiny object oh my god like it's amazing like it just immediate joy like I just feel it like in my like the center of my body like just energy like exploding like it's just so awesome or like if somebody like talks to me about sloths or like (laughs) I see a sloth or like just like cute pictures of sloths like it is amazing like I love sloth so much and like people share sloths with me and it's such a gift like (laughs) it's just so fun like I love it so much when I'm teaching yoga I experience autistic joy just like those movements and like being in a space with people who all have that common goal of like connecting with your mind and your body and your breath and doing that together like so much autistic joy Mm. sound healing I have crystal bowls that I play and like just like the vibration of the sound I can't like I smile so big like it's just it feels amazing like the sound feels amazing but also like I just have that joy Mm. so Carly would you say like autistic joy is something you can always experience well, I've I've been thinking of that as we've been describing it, and it's almost like just talking about it now, like there's this piece of it that you can almost embody, at least for me, like I can feel that. And so to a sense, I think, yes, that it is something that I could always experience if I just try to embody that feeling and think about, like you mentioned, like special interests or things that really bring me joy or memories that have brought me that sense of autistic joy. And I think it is difficult to maybe experience it when you're like in the depth of a meltdown or burnout but at the same time I think these are tools that I can still grasp at in order to help bring myself out of those feelings and a way to cope like you know um partaking in 
uh, special interests of mine or doing things that I know will make me feel good. Like I said, I'm very like, I'm a sensory seeker. So using different lights, like kind of in the setting that I'm in right now, it's raining right now again. And I have my mood lights on. I have a nice cup of tea and I have a blanket. Like I'm feeling so much joy in just this cozy little space that I've created for myself. It doesn't take a lot. And if I weren't here recording the podcast, I'd probably have my headphones on with some music and just really feeling the little cozy vibe. And I think I think it's possible to experience it if you bring yourself there. But of course, like there's always other emotions that we're going to experience. And I can't always bottle this emotion up and bring it everywhere because I think it can also be, you know, distracting and maybe take away from some of the things that you would have to do like eat or you might forget to do things because you're just so immersed in the feeling or activity what would you say about that yeah I agree with like pretty much everything you said and I just like also unlocked a memory of autistic joy um when I was, you know, I, I love to sing. I love dancing. I did show choir in high school and like so much joy. What a beautiful experience. But I remember like I used to watch Glee and like that would fill me with so much like autistic joy, so much of that energy, but I would watch mm. it like right before I went to bed and I would just be like, so excited that like I couldn't mm. sleep. Like I was just like, so like I had so much energy. I was just like, so like, oh my God, like I got to sing. I got to dance. Like you got to do this. <laughs> so joyful. And then like, I wasn't able to like watch Glee before I went to bed anymore because I, just, I would not sleep all night. I would just be so excited. That's a good point. It's like an adrenaline rush. Like even yeah. us talking about it, like before we recorded this episode, <laughs> we were so like, I, I was a little bit like tired from just like you know conversing even though I was having fun conversing like it was it's a lot to you know have to talk and socialize and obviously we have a podcast so that's the point of this (laughs) but like when we really get into some of these topics they just bring me so much energy and excitement and like yeah it's it's like an adrenaline rush (laughs) like I'm feeling autistic joy right now just like thinking about the like feeling it like I'm not feeling it fully but like I can like imagine what it would feel like and it's exhilarating like it's so energizing exciting Mm, yeah would you say that like when somebody is experiencing autistic joy and you're like witnessing it do you feel it too like do you see them feeling it and you're like oh my god like beautiful oh 100% and I think that's just a part of being like an empath I don't know if that word is like a buzzword but like I feel it like I I really like absorb other people's energy and I feel like I can yeah really feel their happiness and excitement yeah Yeah, I got what you're saying like empath like I just feel like like having that ability to connect to people's feelings is one of the traits of being autistic right right yeah for sure I think empath is like a, a shorter way to say that I guess yeah um But yeah, like, you know, I'm sure you could talk on this too, Carly, because we have this similar experience of working with students 
who are autistic and Mm -hmm. witnessing their autistic joy during school was such a beautiful experience. And I feel it too. And like, I'm, you know, I still work with students and like when they like have that, like that just like intense joy about something that seemingly so random, but it's like so beautiful. Like I had a student who would get uh, their special interest was maps. So if like, like somebody brought them a map, like it was just like the best day ever. And mm-hmm. like, so beautiful, mm-hmm. like to be part of, to witness, like um, students who had a special interest of Disney, we'd watch a Disney movie and like, they just would light up and like, you could just feel their like energy, their happiness and it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful to witness and be a part of. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And uh, I relate to that one too. Of I I have so many good memories of like students singing along to songs and even like students who wouldn't really speak in class, but love to sing and would sing in moments with their friends and like along to movies that just brought them joy oh my gosh they they are so memorable and I like cherish those moments quite a bit me too I love like I loved when you have the opportunity to bring up a student's special interest and then like you could ask them a question about it and like they were they they just light up and it's so fun and so awesome and a lot of my students have like indulged in my special interests of loving sloths. Like they have brought me, I have like so many little like sloth stuffed animals and like sloth calendars and like sloth, sloth themed things from my students. And like those objects are just like so special to me. Like I cherish them so much. Like even like all the, like my students would draw sloths for me and I still have all of them. Yeah, that's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, so it's so special when people are able to, like, engage with me about my special interests. Sometimes that can trigger autistic joy, just, like, knowing people, like, want to learn about what I get to say. And then I get to, like, info dump. And, like, info dumping can give me autistic joy just because I get to talk about my special interests and somebody is listening to me, like, and they want to know and, like, they learn things from it. Like, that... I'm like, I feel the energy right now. Like it's exhilarating. (laughs) (laughs) I totally agree with that. I mean, it's kind of, I don't want to say sad, but like it's easy for somebody just to show like a little bit of compassion and we're like so excited about it. Cause I think there's a lot of times where, you know, people aren't necessarily listening when you're having conversation with them and it's kind of just like those neurodivergent love languages like let me info dump all of my information onto you and please be as interested as I would be learning about these things like I want the same response you know (laughs) please info dump all over me Sorry, that's what I thought you were going to say. Oh, man. Take an info dump. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm feeling a lot of joy from this conversation. (laughs) I feel very silly now. But 
as you yeah, it's just one of the best feelings and yeah I love being able to share in that joy with someone I think is like what you mean is by info dumping and just being able to share the joy of the subject that you know with someone or maybe participating in an activity that you love with someone else like I think it's really special to share the autistic joy with someone and I love being able to do I love being able to share like my autistic joy with you because mm-hmm. I feel like you really understand and feel it hopefully like I, I imagine that it's like similar or maybe like the same I don't know because we obviously perceive things differently but I find it really exciting to do that as well and when people are actually yeah like um wanting to do it with you as well yeah like I have always you know like I watched Hannah Montana and like you know liked Miley Cyrus but you love Miley Cyrus. And now I'm just like so much more interested in Miley Cyrus because <laughs> of you. Thank you. Thank you. And I love it. I appreciate that. <laughs> like I get excited for you when she comes out with new stuff for an album. And like, I love, like, I really like her stuff too. You know, like I love her music, but it's just like even more exciting because I'm like, oh my gosh, Carly's probably so excited. Oh, and that makes me so <laughs> excited. That's so sweet. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to like, I mean, cause I'd love to go into like talking more about Miley Cyrus. Like, I feel like it's always like this weird thing, like Carly loves Miley Cyrus. But I think just the fact that she's been a huge part of my life since I was like 12 years old, like. I've just always loved her so much and and it's not even necessarily like I love her music it's just always like following yeah who she is and what she's all about I think is really great especially looking at you know how some other celebrities um are in the world and what they're all about so I get yeah I, I'm really happy that you don't find it strange <laughs> no I don't think it's strange at all I think that's something I was reading about in Unmasking Autism is that autistics want to keep their special, like a lot of the time feel uh, like their special interests aren't socially acceptable and want to keep them hidden, but there's mm. so much strength in sharing them. That's tr- so true. Like Disney, just for another example, is one yeah. of my special interests. And for a long time, I did like hide it a bit. And I think I talked about this in maybe our Disney episode, but you know, like uh, people that I surrounded myself with viewed it as childish, but really like there's so much magic in Disney. And I have just found so much autistic joy again in it. And it's almost like even better now that I can partake in those things um completely unmasked which is so cool it is so cool and like you're saying like I think it's like I don't know weird that I'm not interested in my life sorry so I'm sitting here like absolutely not I think it's so cool and like (laughs) I love that about you and and you know like you have a Miley Cyrus pajama onesie with her face all over it and I think that's the coolest thing ever (laughs) I'm just like wow Carly rocks like number one fan (laughs) right I love it it's like so cool to see somebody like just like put so much into something they love Mm, 
That's true. And it's just, yeah, it's just like a forever type of thing. You know, it's like unconditional. Ride or die, baby. <laughs> I like when people commit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, I mean, that's a thing. Yeah, it takes like some things, you know, like I was talking about earlier with hobbies. I'll get so obsessed with the hobby, get everything I need for the hobby and then never end up starting the hobby. But like, you know, Miley Cyrus forever, baby. <laughs> Yeah, it's so true. I have so many hobby things in my house. Yeah. Well, let's save that for, we'll <laughs> save that for another episode. <laughs> yeah, that that's a good topic. But yeah, any final thoughts on autistic joy? I feel like we could just keep on going because like if you want us to go into every single topic, like we could literally keep going. I feel like it would be so fun to have a guest on here who wants to talk about their autistic joy, add on yeah. to the conversation. So if you're listening right now and you want to like hop onto the pod and talk about your autistic joy, if you've already emailed us about being a guest on the pod, we're going to get back to you. We're taking a break um, after episode 25 and that's when we really want to get everything together. So we appreciate your patience and understanding. So if you're listening to this episode and you're like, I emailed them to you guest and I'd love to talk about autistic joy. We're, we're going to get to you. Absolutely. We're so grateful you reached out to us to be on our pod. We're, we're so honored. So, so if you are interested in being on the pod, you can email us at, well, not at, but at, <laughs> pod dot the special interest at gmail.com that's pod dot the special interest at gmail.com and that's my um radio voice and also we have an event tonight on friday if you are looking for an opportunity to connect with the community we would love for you to come join our autism awareness month event tonight we will be having a dance party we will be celebrating and it's not too late to sign up just send us an email if you are interested in attending we are also going to be having a raffle and we would love to hear about your autistic joy and if you are hearing this episode after the 14th, we hold this space every month and we would love for you to come be a part of our little pod. So um, send us an email to get the information on that and we'd love to connect with you. Yes, we absolutely would. I just, just one more thing about autistic joy. Like Carly said, I was so tired, like before we recorded this episode, I'm literally just like stimming and like dancing and like having a great time right now <laughs> my mood has completely changed right I just want to like go outside and dance in the rain Same. I'm gonna go do that but it's not raining here <laughs> go in the shower and dance. <laughs> yeah. which the sun is great we haven't had a warm day like this in New England yet so. oh nice yeah that is one of the best go feelings enjoy that and we will talk with you all again next week. We will. We love you. We're grateful for you. Thanks for listening. And we're looking forward to connecting with you soon. We hope that your week has lots of joy. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm all like jazzed up.